Good morning. Welcome to Clinton United Methodist Church. My name is Pastor Michael. I'm happy to see you here with us today, as well as those who are joining us via our parking lot uh, over the FM transmitter, and those who may be listening to this later on today or during the week on our podcast or our call-in number. Uh, Today is the 20th Sunday after Pentecost. It is also World Mental Health Day. And uh, I think after what at least feels like the last two years, um, we could all spend a little time focusing on our mental health. So um, I hope sometime today or in the coming days you are able to take a few moments and do something good for your own mental health um, as we continue to wade through these fun times that we're in. I'm going to pass it on over to our liturgist, and she's going to tell you a bunch of fun stuff going on. Well, today is also a special day. Today is Pastor Appreciation Day. So thank you, Pastor, for all that you do for us, for all that you've done for us over the last year and a half. We really do appreciate you. Thank you. So, other announcements today. We are gearing up for the Harvest Dinner. That's going to be next week. And our craft show is going to be right around the corner from that. So, uh, in your announcements, um, we're looking for items for the Christmas past room. So, if you have some gently used Christmas items that you no longer want, bring them on in. And we'll get rid of them for you. Um, We're going to need cookies for the cookie walk as part of the craft show. I think most of you are aware of that, so get those ovens fired up and start baking some yummy cookies for us. And also for the craft show, our church has its own booth, so if you're a crafter, we're going to be looking if you would uh, make a donation of a few items that you've made, we would appreciate that as well. And... um, it is nice for us to kind of know what to expect because we, that helps us in setting up our booth and what we need to display your items. So if you can let me know, maybe if you have items that you'll be bringing and kind of what they are, that would be great. Uh, the bottle caps, we're going to stop that collection for now. We think we have enough, but... Um, Uh, Luann is having some health issues right now, and so she's not able to get to cleaning them and, you know, doing that work. So we're just going to put that on hold for a bit. Uh, There's lots of uh, Clinton band boosters. I don't know if you've heard their predicament. Um, They had an issue with funds being stolen from them, from their treasurer. So they're trying to get their kids to Disney World. And I think they do that every four years, if I'm not mistaken. So we'd really like to help if we can um, get those kids to Disney this year. It's certainly not their fault from what's happened. So if you can support them in any way, they're t- collecting cans, I know. I think they have a fund set up where you can donate money to. Um, If you would like to support local veterans, you can do that, and it indicates in there what what they're looking for, and those can be taken uptown to Signature Sewing. Shirley Harris owns that business, and she kind of, you know, looks out for our veterans. Um, Our harvest dinner is Thursday the 21st. It's going to be carry-out only, and obviously we need a lot of help to make this successful. So if you could please sign up, there is a sign-up sheet out on the table that sits in front of the office window there. Um, So take a look at that after service, and and please try to donate some time for that. Pardon me? Yep. Um, Let's see, there's still a couple tables out in the foyer just as you go out the doors across the hall. We're not sure who they belong to, but... Somebody brought them in for the um, rummage sale. So you might be looking for those come the holidays here when you have your family over. So take a peek and see if if they're yours. Uh, We have the signs ready for the harvest dinner. Diana's going to be outside handing those out after service. 
So if you take one and put it in your yard or wherever you place it, check in with her after to pick up your sign. I think that's about it for our announcements. We are going to go next to our first hymn, and that is for the healing of the nations, number 428 in your hymnal. You may stand if you'd like. you'll join me for our call to worship. God's Spirit, Spirit dwells in us, for, for we, we are, are God's, God's temple. temple. We belong to Christ, and, and Christ, Christ belongs, belongs to God. God. Lift high our praises. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. Join me for our opening prayer. Almighty God, God, you make, make the, the sun rise on the evil and on the good. good. Send, Send rain on the righteous and, and on the unrighteous. Give us grace to follow your example and show kindness toward friend and enemy, that we may live as your children who testify to your all-inclusive love. Amen. Our affirmation of faith, if you'll join me for that as well. We believe in one God, master builder of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was assembled in the womb of the Virgin Mary by the Holy Spirit. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. The third day he rose from the dead, complete in his construction, ascended into heaven, and sits at God's right hand. 
he will, will return, return again, again to judge those living and those who have died. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the universal church of believers across this creation, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrections of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our next hymn, Lord, I Want to Be a Christian, number 402. may be seated. I invite you to join me aloud in our prayer for illumination. Lord, by the power of your spirit, reveal to us your word. Let us be a holy temple built on Christ, our sure foundation. Amen. Okay, our first scripture reading this morning is from Leviticus 19, 1 and 2, and 9 through 18. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the entire assembly of Israel and say to them, be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. 
do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the alien. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal, do not lie, do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud your neighbor or rob him. Do not hold back the wages of a hired man overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind. But fear your God, I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Do not hate your brother in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly, so you will not share in his guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against one of your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Keep my decrees. The word of God for the people of God. And you say... God declares to God's beloved, you shall be holy, for I, your God, am holy. Trusting in divine mercy, we confess our faults before God and one another. If you would please join me aloud in our prayer of confession. Holy God, your law shows the way of righteousness, but we forsake your commandments. We have not provided for the poor or aided the disabled. We have not been truthful in our daily business. We have been unjust in our judgment of others. We have sought vengeance against our enemies. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. Forgive us our sins and rouse us to sincere repentance. By the power of your Holy Spirit, free us to live as your holy people with Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please take a few moments for silent prayer and confession. Friends, God, who is just and merciful, reproves our sinful ways, offers the grace of repentance, and frees us to live as God's beloved children. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Let us give as God has so abundantly given to us.
Almighty God, by your grace, we ask that you would accept this offering. Make us joyful in giving that we may grow in likeness to your supreme gift, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <coughs> you may be seated, and it is now time for our youth moment. How's it going, Zach? A little lonely over here, isn't it? <laughs> well, you weren't here last week, um, and so I've got something to give to you. We're talking about the gospel of Lego and how our faith is kind of like Legos. Um, and so last week, we talked about uh, two building blocks of our faith that I'm blanking on now, <laughs> trust and bravery. Um, and today, I want to talk to you about healing and forgiveness. Um, have you ever, like, fallen down when you were playing and gotten a cut or a scratch? Okay. And, and that hurts, right? Okay. I remember when I was younger, I was riding my bike home, and um, they were redoing part of the road and had put oil across it before they were going to put uh, the gravel. And I slid and fell and slid for what felt like a long time. It was probably about 10 feet. And so I had all kinds of cuts and scrapes on one side of my body, and that hurt a lot. Um, but I was able to make it home, and my mom and dad took care of me and helped me get cleaned up and put some Band-Aids on, and, and I was able to heal and get better. Um, that's what happens sometimes when we get hurt. We want to heal, right? Okay. Have you ever had someone maybe hurt your feelings or say something mean to you? Yeah, it happens sometimes. And and I bet you were probably you were probably mad or sad when it happened. Okay. Which is a good thing to do. God tells us we need to forgive the people that hurt us. Um, and that can be hard sometimes. But it is something we should always try to do. But there's a really, really important thing that I want you to remember, and it's a big one, okay? Just because you forgive someone, if they are not sorry that they hurt you and they are still trying to hurt you, you don't need to stick around. You should walk away from that, okay? Jesus tells us to turn the other cheek, but he doesn't tell us that we should keep letting ourselves get hurt by the same people. Um, and it can be hard sometimes, so. But when we put all of those different bricks of our faith together, we can build some really cool stuff. Yep, there's a cross on there, and I bet... See, I know you're smart and you're pretty creative. I bet you can think of other things you could build with those blocks, too. Um, do you have other Legos at home? Yeah. You like building stuff out of those? What's your favorite stuff to build? Okay. When I was younger, I used to do like making spaceships. Um, and stuff like that, and probably because I used to watch like the Star Wars movies, so I like to, to make stuff like that, um, and superheroes like Batman. Sure. So this week, I want you to try to think about healing and forgiveness, okay? 
Um, and like you said, when, that, when somebody said something mean to you, you walked away, that was a good thing to do. Um, so keep, keep on that path. That is what God would want. God wouldn't want us to say something mean back or get into a fight. Okay? So you're doing a really good job. Can you help me with one more thing? Can we do the Lord's Prayer? Okay, I have a question. Do you want to do it broken up, or should we just go all the way through it together? What do you think? Okay, are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I think we still have our basket of suckers. And I think you should get two because you did an awesome job and you were up here by yourself. Thank you so much. And you can go on to Sunday school, I think think they're already out the door. You got to catch up with them. If you look in your bulletin at our prayer requests, you will see we have continued prayers for uh, several people who we've had on our list for a little while, um, Fred and Wilda and Paul, um, as well as others, um, Jerry, who is uh, fighting bone cancer, uh, Ramona, who is needing healing prayers after surgery. We are still holding out our hope and offering prayers for D. Warner, um, continued prayers for Jan, um, that her back will be able to be healed. Uh, continued prayers for Nick. Um, it looks like he's healing pretty good so far, but we know he might need a second surgery later on, so uh, continued prayers uh, for him. Uh, continued prayers for uh, Megan, who is struggling with some sight issues. Um, of course, continued prayers for all of those who were involved in the automobile accident uh, back in September. Um, we have good news on Kate, Diana's friend. She is uh, home from surgery, but it's, it's going to be a long road, so continued healing prayers for her um, and continued healing prayers for Rosemary as well. If you would join me in an attitude of prayer. In peace, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Loving God, hear our prayer. For your church and all the world, loving God, hear our prayer. Make your church secure upon the foundation of Christ and the divisions that rend our communion and bring us to unity of mission for the sake of the gospel. For our pastors, teachers, and ministers, loving God, hear our prayer. Bless the servants of your church. Give them wisdom to lead according to your word and drive from them all self-serving desire. For the world and for its leaders, loving God, hear our prayer. 
uphold the leaders of governments for the work of peace, provoke their hearts to compassion and make them agents of reconciling justice among the people. For our planet Earth, loving God, hear our prayer. Sustain the Earth, our home, for the flourishing of all who live upon it. Increase our knowledge of its ecology and make us good stewards of Earth's abundance. For the poor and the alien, loving God, hear our prayer. Assist the poor in their need Protect aliens in their sojourn, and make your church a refuge for those in want. For the sick and those in distress, loving God, hear our prayer. Heal those who are sick in body, mind, or spirit. Comfort them in their pain and restore them to wholeness of life. For our neighbors, loving God, hear our prayer. Bless those who live in our local community, strengthen our goodwill, and let us dwell in harmony. For our enemies, loving God, hear our prayer. Bless those who hate us, give us courage to refuse retaliation, and make us instruments of your reconciling love. These prayers, as well as those we keep quietly on our own hearts and minds, we offer through Christ, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Our second scripture reading today is 1 Corinthians 3, verses 10 through 11 and 16 through 23. I appeal to you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another so that there may be no divisions among you and that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. Sorry, I'm just trying to find my place here. (laughs) Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanas. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with words of human wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ, crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles. The word of God for the people of God, and you say, Thanks be to God. Our next hymn is Precious Lord, Take My Hand, number 474. And if you can stand, please do.
be seated. Our third scripture reading for this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5 verses 38 through 42. This section of text is headed concerning retaliation. You have heard it said, apologize, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. This is the word of God for the people of God. And you say, thanks be to God if you would join me again in an attitude of prayer. Awesome God, you call us to ways of peace and love. There are times when we get stepped on, even by those we love the most. And in our human nature, it is our first reaction to lash out in retaliation. But your son, Jesus Christ, has taught us other ways to turn the other cheek. We ask that you now open our hearts and minds that we might hear the message you give to us today through your holy scriptures and those whom you have sent. And now may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts together in this place be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This morning we are going to continue in our sermon series, The Gospel According to Lego where we're looking at our faith through the lens of this popular children's toy that has inspired literally generations of people to new heights of creativity and expression. Last week, I told you about Ole Kirk Christensen, the founder of Lego Toys, and some of the challenges that he faced in his life and how his faith brought him through them. We also talked about how faith is something we must continue to be active in building as God gives us new pieces constantly throughout our life. Now, I've been told by many people that the worst physical pain that a human being can experience is giving birth. And I by no means contest that claim and I am thankful that as a male, I will never have to know just how painful childbirth is. But what about the second most painful thing? Breaking a bone, getting hit by a car, maybe getting struck by lightning. 
I can't offer any opinion on those either, as at least so far, I have been fortunate enough to have never experienced any of those painful events either. But in my lifetime, I have had my share of painful experiences. I tore one of my quadricep muscles. I partially tore one of my meniscus tendons. I have carpal tunnel syndrome. And I have bouts of sciatica from time to time. But hands down, I think the worst physical pain I have ever experienced was stepping on a Lego brick. And if you have children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews or other young ones who, in your life who play with Legos and you have done the same, you know exactly what I am talking about. I can't remember now, but I used to know what the amount of pressure or force could be placed on a Lego brick before it would uh, crack or crumble, um, and it's something ridiculous. And I feel like it's even worse when you step on a Lego in the dark. And I don't know if it's because it's like the last thing you're thinking about because you're half awake, or just the pure surprise and shock coupled with the intense pain. But let's be clear, it hurts a lot. And if you don't believe me, I invite you to try it sometime and let me know how that goes for you. But as much as stepping on one of those little bricks hurts us physically, when someone steps on us, it hurts even more. It's even worse when it's someone that we love and we trust and we care about. It hurts to get stepped on. And when it happens, there are a myriad of reactions that we might feel the urge to see out. We may want to strike back verbally or physically. We may be hurt so badly that we are frozen, unable to react in the moment. We may break down in tears, falling apart, as if someone has pulled the cornerstone brick of our very being. But is one of those the more appropriate response? Well, that all depends on whom you ask. There are those who will tell you that you need to stand up for yourself and retaliate when attacked or stepped on. There are those who will tell you that the bigger person does not retaliate and forgives and forgets. Still others may offer that it all depends on exactly what happened. But what does God tell us? What has Jesus instructed us to do through the words of scripture? Well, in our third reading today, we may have an answer to that question. In these verses, Jesus says that you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you that you must not oppose those who want to hurt you. If a person slaps you on your right cheek, you must turn the left cheek to them as well. Sounds a lot like Jesus is advocating for the peaceful path when it comes to these kinds of situations. But I believe that there's more here that we need to address. You see... This passage is often used when people will talk about forgive and forget in regards to the actions of another person. The phrase forgive and forget does not appear in scripture. There are numerous sections and verses dedicated to forgiveness and even commanding us to forgive one another. In the Lord's Prayer, we ask to be forgiven as we forgive other people. What about that forget part? It doesn't really seem to be addressed here in our last reading. Are we even able to really forget the sins that others commit against us? We can't just delete our memories of times when we have been hurt or stepped on. But we are told in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 12 that God does not Remember our wickedness. So, should we not remember the wickedness of others? 
Well, we have to also remember that God is still all-knowing. God remembers that we have sinned, that we have fallen short of God's glory. But God forgives us. And through that forgiveness, we are promised salvation as if our sins had never even happened. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, we belong to God through our faith. And God doesn't condemn us for our sins. So when it comes to us as humans, we should strive to forget what is behind and strive towards what is ahead. We should try to always forgive each other just like through Christ, God forgives us. We shouldn't hold grudges against those who have sinned against us, darkening the light of our hearts that is Christ's love. In that sense, forgive and forget would fit in with what we are taught in Scripture. However, if by saying forgive and forget, we mean that we will act as if the sin has never happened and live like we do not remember it, well, that's where we get into trouble. For example, someone who is raped or sexually assaulted, they should strive to forgive their attacker, their person that has hurt them. I can't even begin to imagine how impossible that might feel. I can't even begin to imagine how impossible that may be to actually do. And if you are able to forgive that person, that is extremely commendable, but it doesn't mean that you should act as if that attack has never happened. To spend time alone with the person who did that to you, especially if that person is not repentant, that's not what scripture teaches us. Or what about a victim of domestic abuse? People wonder why victims of domestic abuse don't just leave after like the first time or even second time it's happened. Why some people stay and continue to suffer. There are a lot of different reasons and answers. For some people it might be because of how they have been taught about forgive and forget. Again, we hope that the abused person is one day able to forgive their abuser. But no one should ever push them to act as if the abuse never happened and to continue to subject themselves to more. In the end, it has to be that person's decision to stay or go. But we should never advocate for them to forget the abuse so as to continue to be abused. Forgiveness involves not holding a sin against someone anymore. But forgiveness is not the same thing as trust. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, Jesus said, Look, I am sending you as sheep among wolves. Therefore, be wise as snakes and innocent as doves. Jesus calls us to be innocent as in willing to forgive, but at the same time to be wise as snakes as in being cautious. Jesus tells us in the reading from Matthew for today that if someone slaps you on the right cheek to turn your left to them as well, that if they take you to court and take your shirt or your coat, give them your cloak as well. That if they force you to go one mile, go two miles with them. To be able to do those things, you have to be able to forgive the person that is sinning against you. But Jesus did not say 
that if someone slaps your right cheek, to turn the left one and ask or encourage them to hit you again. He didn't say to continue to put yourself into relationships and situations that cause you harm. Jesus wants us to forgive each other and to not let those sins committed against us cause our hearts to darken the light that is his love. But Jesus never said that we should subject ourselves to continual abuse at the hands of others. It hurts to get stepped on. I can think back to a time a few years ago. I got, I got stepped on. And it felt more like I got stomped on and that it was a continual thing. And I will admit it took me a long time to really get to a place where I could say not only that I forgave the person, but I actually really felt like I had forgiven the person in my heart. But I also reached a point while I was being stepped on that I realized that I couldn't keep going on like that. And so I did what I could to remove myself from being around that person, from having to interact with that person, from any real connection with that person. And it wasn't really until I was preparing this message that I really thought and realized that I now am at a place where I can say and feel authentically that I forgave them. It hurts to get stepped on. And Jesus wanted us to know that when someone hurts you, that you shouldn't turn and hurt them right back. That's not the solution. Jesus wanted us to know that instead we should work to forgive that person. But he was not in any way advocating for us to accept the abuse or oppression that others continue to put against us. Just because you forgive someone from hurting you doesn't mean that your relationship with them hasn't changed at some level. We must remember that as much as we are called to emulate God's love and grace, we are not God, and we cannot see the hearts of others to know their true intent and feelings. Think about someone who struggles with alcohol or drug abuse. Pretty much always, I, I'm not aware of a situation that it wouldn't, but just for sake of argument, almost always that abuse has an impact on the family and friends of that person. And while those family and friends may choose to forgive the person who is struggling with that addiction, the relationship is still changed. Things rarely can ever go back to exactly how they used to be. No matter how hard we try to forgive, we still need to be wise and cautious so as to protect ourselves and our hearts. Getting stepped on hurts. And stepping on others hurts us as well. Just like stepping on those little plastic bricks can hurt, when we step on others, we are hurt. When we are the ones with the addiction problem or the ones doing the abusing of others, intentional or not, we get hurt too. We get hurt in those situations when those relationships change. We may lose relationships. We may lose friends and family members from our lives. We may lose the closeness with others and the trust of others. And that hurts. 
It's usually warranted and justified, but it still hurts. That's what sin does. It hurts people. It hurts the people it is done against, and it hurts the people who are doing it. And it hurts God. But God has given us the building block of our faith that we know as forgiveness. And I would argue that it is one of the strongest and brightest bricks of all. It is one of the foundational bricks of our faith. Because without God's forgiveness, we're nothing. We are lost. We are hopeless. And as I mentioned last week, as God gives us these bricks to build our faith with, we also need to share those bricks. Because as we bring them all together, we build something even bigger and better. God has given us the building block of forgiveness and wants us to share it with others. But again, we have to remember that the building block of forgiveness is not the same as the building block of trust. This is all, of course, often, if not always, easier said than done. When we first step on that little plastic brick, our first thought is of the pain, and we get angry. A four-letter word may pop into our head or our mouth. And it's not love. And when someone hurts us, we have that gut reaction, whether it's anger or sadness, whatever it, it might be. The key is to remember that Jesus has called us to forgive one another. That is first and foremost. We are called to emulate God's love and grace in that way to the very best of our being. But we also have to remember that since we are not God and we cannot see or know the hearts of others and know their truest feelings and intentions, just because we forgive someone does not mean that we continue to enter into harmful situations and relationships. God loves all of us. And I believe that God does not desire to see any of us suffer especially at one another's hands. Unfortunately, we have free will. And we're going to suffer at one another's hands at some point in our lives, and for some people, maybe more often than others. But we are called to forgive. And I pray that when someone steps on you, that you will do your best to forgive them. Doesn't mean you have to do it in that moment. But do your best to get to a place where you can forgive them. At the same time, I pray that you will always live in caution so as not to put yourself in harm's way when unnecessary and to not continue in relationships and situations that cause you harm. Amen. Our praise song as we close this morning, is by Ann Wilson. The song is called My Jesus. I'm guessing uh, many of you will, will know the words, but um, I'd like to invite you to please rise um, as we hear the song. Again, please join in singing. You've got the lyrics. Um, but as a way to kind of get us up and ready to go out into the world, a world that is full of pain and hurt, but also of love and amazing miracles, um, let us rise um, and prepare ourselves to go. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? 
Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Beloved children of God, go in the name of Jesus to love friend and enemy, neighbor and stranger, the righteous and the lost. May Christ, the sure foundation, uphold you. May the Spirit, holy wisdom, guide you. May God, perfect love, grant you peace. Amen.